Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by... Tomato sauce. No, not tomato sauce. Um, Saucy McNuggets. That's right. Today's episode is brought to you by Saucy McNuggets. Now, these are three separate sponsors, all right? First sponsor is the Sweet Crispy All-White Meat Chicken McNugget from McDonald's with your choice of sauce on the side. Go to McDonald's today and tell them that the Natural Habitat Podcast sent you. The second part of that sponsor is Star Wars Battlefront because a saucy McNugget is when a Millennium Falcon is under heavy fire. That is one yes. that is one saucy McNugget. Yes. So go and play How Battlefront you know today and let them know that the Natural Habitat Podcast sent you. Actually, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go play right now. And third, don't do that. Third, Saucy McNugget is actually the name of the first chicken that was sent into space by Russian cosmonauts. A lot of people think it was a monkey that went into space first. It was actually a chicken, and his name. He never came back. Was Saucy McNugget, and he never came back. So we're gonna burn one for him. And this episode is brought to you by his his spacey memory. (laughs) Spacey McNugget, may you rest in peace. So uh, go and show some love to all of our our great sponsors. They help us out. They support us. They give us thousands of dollars. So go and show them some love and let them know that we sent you. Today? Or buy us some nuggets. or, Or buy and mail us some nuggets. If if you got a box of chicken nuggets in the mail, would you eat them? No, it's not like uh, it's not like the mail anymore. You know, it's like it's like they Postmates have services, apps and shit. You yeah. hear about uh, Uber Eats? Today's Never episode is brought heard. to you by Uber Eats. It's a new Uber, it's a new app that you can get Uber drivers <laughs> to deliver you food. <laughs> and that's a real company that's not paying us. So don't if you go and you use Uber Eats, let them know that the Natural Habitat <laughs> Podcast sent you, please. All right? That's all I ask. And tell them we don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. And also to contact us. But that no, we don't, don't but that we don't give a fuck. If they we do. Give, give us a call. What? You last word having motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Harrison, and this is my pawn shop. I work here with my old man and my son, Big Hoss. Everything in here has a story and a price. (laughs) One thing I've learned, (laughs) after 21 years, you never know what's going to come through that door. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Pawn Shop. My name is Mikey Booyah. (laughs) Yes, pawn cast. (laughs) My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Lil Saucer. 
And we are here on a Saturday morning with you, sitting around the TV, having a great time. And, uh, you know, we were doing these, uh, these Saturday morning, um, episodes of like these Croft shows, Croft super shows, Bigfoot and Wild Boy, all these things. So I've been searching these things online and big data has been doing its job. And, uh, my best friend, YouTube has been taking control of my future, giving me things to watch. And one of the things that it suggested me was suggested to me rather was a, uh, a video hey, you know, suggested me. They suggested me was a video about why Saturday morning cartoons died. And I watched it and it was actually pretty interesting. It was talking about how uh, at a certain point they mandated that all television channels have at least three hours of informational programming for kids. And a lot of stations didn't go along with it. And then the FCC made them do it. And they found out that it would be a lot easier and a lot cheaper to film things, just cheesy informational shows, animal shows with stock footage, or news broadcasts on Saturday morning started leaking in. Because it was a lot cheaper to just have a news desk with a person and a camera than it was to have an animator do this whole episode and voice it and all the things that went into these cartoons that we love. So or even this live action stuff that with all the sets and all the costumes and all the crazy shit, it was too much. And all the big wigs were like, we want money. Fuck the children. We're going to give them, uh, what's the informational show when we were kids? Magic school bus. We're going to give them the magic school bus and they're going to love it. And we did. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing, but... Uh, I'm all I'm all about it. There was a lot of shows that were good for us in that way, you know, right? Yeah, and we got Bill Nye the Science Guy out of yeah, there. Yeah, wrong that. I saw this. Uh, I saw this meme the other day that was Bill Nye the Science Guy back in like the '90s, and he was like, "Gender is biological," and then it shows a hand with thousands of dollars going into it. And then it has him on Bill Nye Saves the World. And he's like, gender is a sliding scale. So. What does it matter? Things change. People change. That's why I don't understand what anybody's argument is with it. You know? Everybody's mad at Bill Nye because yeah, he changed his these, opinion. <laughs> all these cocksuckers change their opinions daily like they change their fucking diapers. You and know? and isn't, that, isn't that what science is? Science is about constantly changing and proving itself wrong. Well... Not necessarily. It's about predicting things. Science is about making predictions and and making accurate ones. Yeah, but that's why they do these double-blind studies and stuff is because they go out of their way to prove themselves wrong. So things are bound to change all the time and morph about. But Bill Nye's getting a lot of heat for his opinions on GMOs, uh, a lot of his things that he was against, well, um, all these things, the science has changed on. Um. Yeah, and he explained it really well. He was like, I looked into it. I knew information was brought to me, and then I changed my opinion. That was science. That's what science is all about. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say science is about change, but 
shit changes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and science will prove it, you know, I guess. Science, it's about change. <laughs> so today, we are going to be getting into some science. No. Technically, space, some extraterrestrial science. Really? Yeah, we don't know what. Well, actually, I don't really know what we're getting into because I've never Me seen neither. the show. <laughs> Me so I'm assuming. I know that this is from the Croft Super Show. It is called right. the the Lost Saucer. All right. And that is literally all I know right now. All right. Well, uh, you wanna you wanna run through this premise before we start it? Do you hear that? What is that? I don't know. Holy shit. Okay. Our fax machine is just spitting out papers. All the lights are going crazy. Hold on, I got one here. It says, okay, this has information. It says the lost saucer was about two friendly time-traveling androids from the year 2369 named Fee and Fum, who land in their flying saucer on present-day Earth, which is, of course... 1975. You got, do you got number two? Do you have paper number two? Uh, no. Yeah, I got it. As onlookers begin to gather through the, wait, hold the on. two androids become nervous about attracting attention and abruptly take off with Jerry and Alice. The flying saucer has then has the ability to travel through time with the controls which allow the androids to specify an exact date become damaged, thus preventing the androids from returning Jerry and Alice to their rightful time and place. Who the hell are Jerry and Alice? Did we miss a page? Yeah. I got a page. 1.5. It says that they invite a good, uh, good-naturedly invite a young boy named Jerry and his babysitter Alice to check out the interior of the craft. I thought you were going to pick up where I left off. I didn't know we were chunking it up. So, where's page three? Okay, so their controls are broken. They can't get them back. Uh, the series follows the foursome as the two androids who bicker and argue incessantly with each other, neither seemingly competent with the ship's controls, encounter various adventures while trying to get Jerry and Alice back home or returned to their home on planet... ZR3. <laughs> I, I think that's enough. <clears throat> I think we get it. So they they showed up, they landed, they hijacked and kidnapped these two kids. They went out to space and their shit broke, and now they can't come back. And then now they're just kind of flying around. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, let's, let's see where that takes us. Yeah, there's really only one way to figure this out, and that's to watch it. So you can watch this on YouTube. This is uh, The Lost Saucer, uh, I Love You Pilot, Sid and Marty Croft. It's the name of the episode. So I assume this is the first episode, if it's the pilot. You assumed right. <laughs> How uh, about it? <laughs> How about it? Okay, well, if you guys would like to watch along with us, we will be pressing play on play. So here it goes. Three, two, one, play. Get us some volume here. Out of 
Okay, so these are supposed to be robots? <laughs> They're androids. Like, like the cell phones. Oh, okay. They're Microsofts. Theme song is lit. Yeah, it is. Who made this theme song? I don't know. I think Lil Sauce is gonna do a remix. I hope so. The Lost Saucer by Lil Saucer. <laughs> it's coming. Be on the lookout. Adjust stabilizer control. Full magnetic thrust. Stop, please. Where are you taking us? We're saving you from danger. Accelerate power sequence. Update computer feed out. Okay, so they're already so in the ship. Android or like uh, like human robots then, huh? Are you two making a space movie or something? Who are you? Stop with those buttons. It's a fine pinball machine. Far Far out. A, a humanoid robot or synthetic organism designed to imitate a human. That's the definition of an android? Yeah. Crazy. So that's why they got a human head. All right. Because I was like, these just look like people in spacesuits to me. Yeah, they kind of do. Well, that was a close call. We were almost captured. But nobody meant you any harm. They were just curious. They never saw any people like you before. Oh. <laughs> we're not people. No, we're androids. You mean like robots? Be careful of your language, young man. Oh, we're <laughs> more advanced than robots. We're constructed not only to act and talk, but to think just like humans. Hey, yeah, you want to watch me think? You want to watch me think? <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. My name is Fum. And I am thinking like a human. 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 Thank you. <laughs> cool, Foley. Music. Impossible. Who are you really? And what's this all about? And where are you from? All these voices are so famous, huh? Don't you remember? They're like. Yeah. They're like in some type of. They're all in animated movies for sure. That guy's in hell of shit, too. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The planet ZR3. The year 2369? Right. Double weird. How did you get back to our time? Well, it's very simple. You see, this flying saucer goes faster than the speed of light, and Zippo, you're right through the time warp. Man, this is crazy. So, holy shit! What is that? That's some sort of terrifying, like Chewbacca like dog. Yeah, it's like a. It's a horse? Oh, a horse. He has a horse head and like a fucking white, uh, like abominable snowman body. Yeah. <laughs> yeti body. <laughs> a horse yeti. Dog. Wait. She said it's crossbreeding. Yeah, you should see some of the shapes we got. This is really all too much for me. So. Can't we just go back down to Earth? So they they made this set, the spaceship. They have the actors, the five people. 
two kids, two androids, and the horse Yeti. And then they had the little flying saucer flying around in space. And everything else is just described. You see how they're just... I was like, it started abruptly. We didn't see them get in the ship. We didn't see any of that. But... We sat in the intro? Yeah, a little bit. This is sick. Dude. He accidentally. What a cool set, right? Yeah, it's dope. Imagine having a UFO set like that to podcast out of every day. Shit. How how inspired would you be to like just work? Right? Imagine if like any anybody's work office scenario was like that. Like if you had a really lit place around you like that, like really cool environment. Probably like work better, right? You'd be like more enchanted and more like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, definitely more inspired. Your surroundings yeah. do a lot to inspire you. Yeah, if that's something that like, you know, if it if it's something that really interests you, and that's what you're surrounded by, you know. Yeah, I'd be all about it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that. Now Damn, look at that, that huge city. Going. Now they're going through. What city is that? Isn't that where the Justice League lives? Oh, look at. Would you look at that? That's where Prometheus lives. I know that was dope. That ain't Chicago. You're right, kid. That's what's the name of the city? Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, it's ZG3 or whatever. <laughs> They're playing it. What year do you suppose we're in? I mean, are we very far from the seventies? Well, from the looks of that urban complex out there, I'd say we're uh, only a few centuries off. Only a few centuries off? His mom and dad are gonna kill me. It's okay if we go out there and meet those folks in the house, is it? Uh, is it? You kids can go, but we have to stay here and work on the time vortex. Fun, <coughs> get the repair kit, please. Have fun, kids. <coughs> By the time you get back, we'll have it repaired and ready to take <coughs> off. Electromagnetic <coughs> beam. <laughs> wow, that is bad. <laughs> oh, that means he likes it. Come on now, let's go. See you later, fine fall. Bad means he likes it. Well, that's one for the data analysis. Oh, These 70s kids are dope. Already. They're smart, right? Uh -huh. Dang, that's a cool ass set. Everything about it's sick. All these sets were so cool, huh? Yep, look at that like background and sky and shit. Th these shows were killed. just murder. Holy shit. Yeah, no I, would, I would have like... Well, here we are, 894. Alone at last. Oh, it's so good to be with you, one three. Dang, what are those guys? They're like Legos. Where could we possibly be? What year is this? Looks like God, we're really far out. Say, how would you like to go to a drive-in movie tonight? There's a great musical number playing, starring 105242688 feet. Oh, my favorite. Okay, so we talked about how Sid and Marty Croft. Uh, 
didn't like do drugs. They did drugs, but they didn't do drugs to make the show because you needed to be like of clear, like clear headed to do a big production like that. Well, I wonder if, you know, it was in the 70s. I wonder how many of these people that were involved in the show were on drugs and just in this crazy ass world. Like imagine being like a crew guy, like holding a mic and you like ate some mushrooms earlier and you thought that you would be fine. I'm, yeah, or like the set designers or whatever, you know, yeah. like anything, anything, just showing up and just getting to build this shit every day. Uh-huh. Uh, think about what it was like um, working for Jim Hinton, right? just getting to make puppets all day, every day, and, and like getting, to, getting to do the coolest shit with like the A-list actors every fucking time period, every year. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It'd be dope. It would be so cool. They just probably smoke hell weed and show up to work and like just fucking do their thing, you know? <laughs> like I remember I saw that uh I saw that interview with one of the dudes that was uh that was like one of the prop designers for Star Wars and for Jurassic Park. He made like the T Rex and the ATATs or the at ats or whatever they're called now. Didn't they they're officially at ats, right? Yeah. Okay. So he made the AT-ATs and he made the uh, other one I just said. But uh, he told a story about how him and a bunch of the other people that worked on the set all did acid one day and then went back to the set and everything was all crazy. And they like designed something. Something was designed that day. I forget what it was. That would help if you knew. Right? Well, you can go find that. Go check okay, out. I don't need to say, hey, what was made in Star Wars on acid? <laughs> <laughs> Just go watch that YouTube thing. What? Their faces are showing and they haven't got a number. Oh, shit. Just cover it up. It's getting deep. They're, they're not important. Dang. Yeah, that's true. Social security number. Driver's license number. Too young to have a low number like that. We're taking you in. You're under arrest. But you can't. What are the charges? Being out in public without a number. That's a 999. Nine, nine, nine. Your faces are exposed. That's a 2659. <laughs> <laughs> And the electrode is connected to the cathode. SoundCloud. The cathode's connected to the grid mode. And the thigh the bone. Is connected to the laser mode. <laughs> the laser mode's connected to the open yep. mode. The laser mode's connected to the rex mode. The rex mode's connected to the overload. You're a little horse dog, Yeti. That thing's creepy. <laughs> Holy shit, Jay. 
I want that as a Halloween costume. Yeah, they really you think anybody would recognize that shit? I sure hope they're okay. Of course. You better go after the kids and keep How fucking cool would that be? Come on. Well, the show ran for a year. There's a there's a few. There's a, there's 16 episodes. Yeah. I'm stuck on a saucer with a couple of beauties. Look at that thing. I know, I'm trying to find out who played it. <laughs> what is this, a mad dog? No, it's a mad horse. I don't like it. Come on, get out of here. Stop. Come on, get out. Oh. Mad dog, it's a mad horse. Larry Larson played the Dorse. <laughs> it's what it's called. <laughs> Horse dog. It's called a Dorse. All right. Where can I get a Dorse costume? Eighty-six, everybody. Eighty-six. Corporal, rise and come to order. The judge is activating. Wow. Supreme numerical court is now in session. Where do these noises come from? <laughs> they just come out of nowhere yeah. and like stab your brain. It's just their future world noises. What is that thing? That's the judge. That's the judge. We're just two strangers lost in time, and we had no way of knowing that in, in your particular... Objections overruled. Order in the court. And sit down. Eleven. Look at that door. <laughs> What's 11 for? I didn't 11, did you? I didn't 11. Sorry, Judge. As I was saying, Your Honor, before I was so rudely interrupted, never in all my years as a district attorney... <laughs> 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 the doors, the doors, and the set for me so far is all these sets and, yeah. and the doors, and all these props and shit. Yeah. Your finger dented my hammer. I was only programmed to make a fist. I'd give him such a shot. <laughs> oh, listen, Dorsey, what's wrong? Dorsey. What is it, Dors? Is it the kids? Are they in trouble? Oh, you shouldn't let them go alone. Hey, let's go find them. Come on, Moxie, Moxie. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, five, five. Yeah? What is it? Hey, look. Boy, let your sensory circuits get a whiff of this. Oh, that smells so good, I'd like to eat it. <laughs> so this what guy... What is that? Is that weed? Is space weed? Yep. What's the hell? So this guy was Gomer Pyle. You remember Gomer Pyle? Yeah. 
That's who he was on the, mm-hmm. on the Andy Griffith show. James Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. Jim James. Hey, let's go to full thrust. Right. Let's get there before... Wait a minute. Where are we going? The doors. He's got to show us where the kids are. Reverse thrust. <laughs> what the what hell? Are you sitting there? Come on, Dorsey. Take us to the kids. Yeah. Lead us to Jerry and Alice. Come yeah. on. Giddy up. Giddy up. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what the hell, dude? This is so strange. <laughs> what is this like, Aztec village? Right? It goes through such weird, like, <laughs> the changes are crazy in the set. And so, in conclusion, Your Honor, the only defense these two criminals have. Criminals? I object! You can't object to your own lawyer. Oh, I can when he calls us criminals. That's a 783. 783? Okay, so I made it up, Your Honor. Okay, okay. <laughs> 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 That's a 783. Only defense is they claim ignorance of the law. But that, Your Honor, is for you to decide. Defense rests. 9-0. End of message. 9-0. Donna will now consider the evidence. So just making shit up as you go along, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Just make sure you say a lot of numbers. Yep, just throw in random numbers. And the things numbers. that you say. Yeah, and everything's a number and a... Oh, look at that graphic. <laughs> Dang, that is oh. some special effects. Right he just there. assassinated a judge. Hey. Did you see that? Gotta do what you gotta do. He just shot that judge. <laughs> robot judge in the face with his electromagnetic shit. Now, it's a robot. It's not a real judge. It's a robot. Sparks are shooting out. Yeah, but this is the future. That's a real judge. Nah. Somebody's, nah. somebody's, uh. A robot? Somebody's consciousness was in there. I don't know. Oh, no time for that now, kids. We gotta get out of here fast. Good doors, good doors. For this, you're gonna get a hay burger. A hay burger. <laughs> That's fucked up. On, Look at that car. What is that? That's dope. That's sick, too. That's got something underneath it, too. That's messed up that they don't let the dog horse in there. You hop in the other one with the bubble. But the bubble. <laughs> hop in the one with the bubble. Oh, look at that. 
Would you look at that? <laughs> Calm down, Teen Wolf. Oh Sit the my fuck gosh. Down. Oh. oh, here he comes. Look at it. He gave him that electromagnetic elbow. He's got he's got that laser. Is that what it is? That that's a that's a seven eighty three. <laughs> Better watch out, one three zero. Probably gonna be a two eight seven. Mm-hmm. Followed by six four nine. It's hard to not say real number sequences that you're familiar with. What do you mean? Like the ones that come to my mind are like two eleven, a one eight seven, like <laughs> a four twenty, a a nine eleven. A 710. Right. Uh oh. The Dorse is dying? They got a sick Dorse. <laughs> better watch out. Do you have a dorsal fin? Do you have a dorsal fin? <laughs> Do you have a doctor doors? Hey, we made it. Boy, my circuits are still shaking. That's one place I was sure glad to leave. Isn't it awful when numbers can become more important than people? Yeah, it's almost that way. I'll give you a 47. Oh, right. We've got phone numbers, street numbers, apartment numbers, house numbers, zip codes, area codes, license numbers, registration numbers, bank card numbers, credit card numbers, social security numbers. We are loaded. Well, let's just hope we don't get carried away with it the way they did down there. I'll 17 to that. <laughs> 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 you saved our lives. You know, it's hard to believe that you're both not human, that somebody built you. That's the way it goes. <laughs> That's the reason we're so perfect. Dang, he created the robot. The next time you get a checkup, you better have him look under your hood. I'm pretty sure people were doing the robot before 1975, right? I don't know. Or is that when it started? That's it. This, this, is, the, this is the jump. Oh, uh, man, we gotta find out now. 2021 robot jump street. Dang. Well, that was pretty sick. Little theme song at the end. And I'm gonna find out when the robot dance started. We're all going in the lost salsa. Little salsa on the beat, oh. That was dope. Yeah, I, I fucks with it. I like it. I'm uber impressed with all these shows. Uh, holy shit. Um, all right, check this out. Shh. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson is credited yeah. for inventing the robot. Uh, he was the pioneer of robot dancing. He started the form of dance and others followed and improvised further. 
It was introduced for the first time to the world in 1975. Dang! <laughs> we, we found it, huh? That yep. gave him the idea. This was it. Yeah. You know you know, Michael Jackson was watching Dude. 70s kids shows. Uh-huh. For, for fucking sure he was. <laughs> he saw this shit and he was like, what? I'm going to make the robot. Yep. And that's he exactly did. how he it happened. He got the robot from Gomer Pyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Hey, we, we're always fucking cracking cases over here on the Natural Halftime Podcast. Yeah, we blew that shit wide open. Fuck, we so, did it. So there we it is, it. dude. That makes sense. You could see it right there, clear as day. He did the he, robot. He did the first robot ever. Uh-huh, and then right Michael there, Jackson took the glory. And then Michael Jackson fucking stole it. Yep. He stole it. He's a joke thief. Only, only it's like not with jokes. Shit. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe that shit. That's so dope. Well, there it is. We fucking figured it out, and that is yeah, another one for the Guinness for the Guinness books. Hell yeah! Another fact that you thought was a fact, it's not true. Gomer Pyle. On that bombshell. Good night. Natural habitat recordings.